All right, we're back with the Dateline MSNBC podcast. <laughs> Uncovering Why the don't truth. you have a seat <laughs> oh, and listen to this podcast? We have, we have a full house uh, in the attic. We have the three guys from Curious Volume are back. Hey. Yo. Cole, Dino, Trout. It's probably been collectively like six years since I've seen all of you in the same room. It's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I would say. This is very nice. It is. And Jay and Cheech are here too. Yeah. Yeah. From Best of the Worst. And we're going we're gonna to talk about a bunch of stuff, but we have a, a reunion show for, for Curious Volume next week at Dock Street. So this go up on Wednesday and the reading shows in a few days. So cool. It'll be on Saturday. Yeah, right? it's on Friday. Oh, it's on Friday, right? Now. Yeah, yeah. Sooner than <laughs> yeah. you think. Make sure you're free that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take off, please. Yeah. Oh, I've double booked so many shows this year just <laughs> from being a poor planner. But that one, as soon as you guys told me, I put it in my phone right you're away. Pretty good. Oh yeah. Uh, until yeah. This year, though. I know. I want to blame my job, but I think I'm just shitty now. I don't Joe know. just fell off. Yeah, I'm, I'm sloppy. I don't know what happened. But um, you guys decided to do this show. Yeah. Um, yeah, well... It was all my idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, right? It was, yeah. Was it really? Yeah. Oh. I, so you I, found out was doing a bunch of shows? Or you... Pretty much. But Doc Street made a post saying they were looking to talk to bands who had played there over the years, and I saw that and texted Dino and Cole and said, hey, this would be fun if we did this. And it just kind of, Sounds that was perfect. it. You know? It really yeah. wasn't that big of a deal. And then I texted, you know, we were trying to think of bands to play with who would be you know, relevant for the show, and obviously you guys were one of the first bands we thought of, because oh, we've been playing yeah, since I mean, back in the day. We used to have such fun times on Sad Island playing together. I remember <laughs> the first time we were ever supposed to play together, we dropped off like the day before, because we had to take the SAT the yep, next yep. day. Oh my <laughs> God. And you guys had to play, and I'm like, oh, I hope they don't hate us. <laughs> that was right up the street at the Arts Center. Yeah, art right across, yeah, exactly. And then that was where we played with you guys for the first time, right? It was at the Arts Cipher, so. And then... Um, yeah, I, I just remember being blown away. You had the sax player at the time, and Liz. Before we kicked him out. Yeah, and oh, uh, yeah. only person you've ever kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> Literally would take his dick out all the time. And just, oh like, my it's god! So big. <laughs> <laughs> he would jerk off under his pants yeah. like on tour. We were this like, is the MSN. The, the fucking Mark. The uh, <laughs> Dateline choke <laughs> <laughs> yeah. artist. Literally used to call him Mark Spin on tour. We called him Mark Spin like Meat Spin because he would just take oh his my dick god. out and just spin in. Well. No, never mind. I was gonna. I, I had a similar story about a different character that we're not gonna go into. But yeah, like people, I feel like people knocked Stat Island, but we only had positive experiences like playing with you guys. Well, you found the right little pocket. There's our scene was particularly uh, ripe for what you guys were bringing because Staten Island in general loves hardcore. Like, yeah. there's a thriving, even still, like, if a hardcore band plays on Staten Island, it's going to be, like, at least 300 kids, usually. Wow. Like, like a, a legit hardcore band. Right, Vice, yeah. I and, saw Heroes at Phoenix Studios, got kicked in the ribs, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, they, oh, wow. they draw a lot, too. And so you had that, and then we were all going, we were all, like, in high school, so we were all going through our ska phase, of course. Yeah. And, uh, like, we were all ba band kids and yeah, stuff like that. I was never phase. a band kid. Right. I wasn't allowed in my high school's no. band. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we we went through it so hard that it you can't not call it a phase because we weren't we were like Led Zeppelin before and then we became like Streetlight without horns basically. <laughs> <laughs> and uh but yeah, I yeah, I was listening to that old EP and I was like three of these songs are like just classic rock songs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I was uh at practice today we ran the song Medicine for a second time and um that song in particular is about 
like uh you know uh, anthropomorphizing my guitar to be like a woman and like it's like a, a love so- like a sexy love song to my guitar exactly like I, I can't help myself but laugh every time I was I in eighth grade I think when I wrote it. I pro- I don't think I had been with an actual woman I definitely hadn't so. Um, the song's about fucking my guitar, and uh, <laughs> but, a lack of sex knowledge but during it, it's it's so like rock and roll that I was thrown in the like yeah yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. And you're, and you're playing it on Friday? the David Lee Roths yeah oh I can't wait I can't wait to get yeah that. yeah we're, yeah, we're, we're I'm expecting it. a lot of the, the hits to come out oh, oh, oh wait, this is the abridged version <laughs> yeah we're doing oh, literally yeah. an abridged version of that song we wrote such uh, I take the blame that I wrote some <laughs> incredibly long songs for some reason like I guess one of my first uh, one of the things I or one of the uh, bands that made me want to play music was Metallica yeah and then so like all of their songs are like eight minutes ten minutes long <laughs> and then uh, Streetlight was the same way their songs are long as fuck too. yeah, yeah they are in fact when Bomb the Music Industry opened for us uh, opened did they open for us? For Mumbles and Whispers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When they opened for us. <laughs> That's the thing that happened. For our release show. Rockstars. Um, uh, Jeff, uh, Mike Costa, the drummer, um, it was like a friend of mine and uh, it remains a friend of ours. But he, uh, Jeff, like, wasn't. Jeff, to me, was, like, still, like, uh, you know, uh, the, the front man that I, like, you know, we, we didn't hang out. Yeah, yeah. But he listened to Mumbles and Whispers, and he told Mike, he was like, what does this kid think? He's Tom Kalnaki with these, like, super long songs. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing having, like, one of my heroes. Reference the other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Somewhat right. negative. Like, someone, yeah. like, Say something kind diss of me. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, dude, at that show, with there, my other hero. Like, it's, <laughs> it, 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 like, that kind of sums up my whole, like, my life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll never forget at that show. I think there's a song that has like a sax intro, right? Like yeah, for Versus World is yeah. It? Yep. And Cole, the drummer of Curious Volume, would like play sax in it. So like I played drums for the first like minute of it. Yeah, yeah. And then Chris they, Peters is gonna do that at the show. Awesome. Yeah, Hell yeah. Um, but I remember like it was a packed room and like I played drums and then like I went to like kind of stage dive, but I've never done it before. And I, like I started running and then I took like I I psyched myself out and did like a squat and then just like rolled in the song. <laughs> and I'll never forget all of Bomb the Music industry was in the corner like watching from the table like what the fuck is going on and as soon as they saw that they all started laughing at me like, oh god it's so embarrassing <laughs> it was good funny, times. yeah they were like the cool guy band too though but like in a cool way they were punks as fuck and yeah also, totally you know? oh, yeah, yeah. And, and they loved that we were just young and like so full of energy about the whole thing just yeah. like just well, i'm sure they music. didn't expect that show to be like as cool as it was that was yeah. that's true it was oh we're going show. to staten yeah, island yeah. yeah who knows what think, they think, imagine going in like enough time has passed that i think we could say i think we only paid them 250 dollars that was probably a lot yeah. for them then too yeah. it was like They're not like, these fucking kids don't even know they, were probably, <laughs> they were probably getting like at least 500 at that time i guess we but my, you know, my just throw those numbers nice. on out there. Uh, <laughs> well, they, they said how much they got paid a pitchfork. Yeah, 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 yeah. They said how, on stages. I forget how much it was. Seventy five hundred dollars. Yeah, they said how much they got the pitchfork oh, really? fest pitchfork last fest summer. Awesome. Yeah, oh, wow. it was hilarious. Wow. They really just cool. walk out on stage, just like he's just like That's saying awesome. like seventy five hundred is what we got paid. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to see the contract? Oh, yeah. I no NDA. I would say part of the reason why um, Curious Volume stalled the way it did at times 
I took a long time to write, and I would get writer's block because I got very self-conscious that I was copying Jeff Rosenstein. Sure, because, when it's that big of an influence, you don't yeah, want to be like... He was such a up. huge influence at a time when, like, we have the same musical background and, and stuff. it's like we a distinct have, sound. Yeah, yeah. we have the same, like, mouth shape. The, like, <laughs> it, it, like, it, like, we sing and look the same way when we sing. We sound the same way when we sing, kind of. And it took... Oh, like it really held me back I think um, and we would have written more songs if it wasn't for that and then also um, like they, they really did take us under their wing in a lot of ways especially Mike Casa and John DiDominici the bassist but um, at the same time like they were a lot older than us and they um, we watched them like act a certain way and then I tried to copy it like and I became an alcoholic you know like I, <laughs> I, I had to and I, we're laughing but it's, yeah. it's, it's serious I, when we opened for Arrogant Sons of Bitches like um it was a bad night I ended up in the hospital like I, no I embarrassed myself I missed their set like I drank all their beer I had to go, go to the show the next day to like apologize oh, and man. stuff and actually see their set and they said that they when they were when they were my age they did the same exact thing to Cash 22 <laughs> it all comes full circle yeah at least but, they were cool but yeah, at the same yeah. time like I'm writing about it now how much that like illusion that you could be like this functioning alcoholic genius like really held me back yeah it, it's like it's like kind of romanticized to be self-destructive when you're mm -hmm. younger like when i talk to like a lot of 20 year olds they're like oh i'm not gonna live past 26 it's like Yo, yeah shut like, the fuck up. what you kind of attitude right? is that yeah. Yeah. yeah you just can't really see that far in the future because you're still figuring your life yeah, out totally. but like Everyone's like, oh, I'm so crazy. It's like, what, what are you crazy about? The memes you post? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a line in one of our songs. You know, we, we'll live past 23 like we did. Same. You know? Yeah, it was the best yeah. of the worst song. Like, we're out. It was like, yeah, but you were literally dying. I was literally getting out of the hospital, so it was like, I don't it's know. It's a little but... different. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that's higher and more mature stakes, I think. <laughs> Unfortunately. Instead yeah. of being a reckless teen. Yeah, so you know, I'm really the first time, The first time that we got back together... Um, we uh, we were in like a three way text or whatever, and we said uh, I said it was my idea to say like don't listen to any of the songs, don't practice them, and like let's just see how we come and see what them. happens. And it was way better than we expected. Yeah, nice. And we all we started off playing together when we were eleven years old. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, so, that's yeah. We were babies until college. That then we felt you know we our separate ways in college so that was but, 16 years ago right about these are like 26 yeah. 27 yeah. 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 26, yeah 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 that's wild they're almost 27 eh? yeah about a little couple weeks and you're engaged congrats i am thank yeah. you very congrats, much you know. congrats too. jay yeah a lot yeah, of engaged buddy. people half the room what do you guys what about cole me Old and cheech punks. we all get married yeah <laughs> like, that sounds you nice you want to get married yeah. together on the podcast we can go yeah. mormon yeah well, i'm three, down three yeah. Yeah. Style. i'm in cool man you know i'm an officiate you're too similar no i'm not so did any of the songs come together differently when you played them? From yes. Nothing? Oh boy, did they? What What's different? The The tempos. Yeah, that, that <laughs> was so that was what I was gonna say. Yes. I don't know really how yeah. the fuck we played so fast, like consistently every yeah, show. The standard was to just. But we figured. I, rip it. I think yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was uh, literally just fucking get fucking on stage go. and go. We were, like, we were tight enough 
because we mm-hmm. grew up learning we learned music together so we like really didn't have to practice unless we were writing something new so we didn't really practice and we didn't at all really listen to ourselves like our recordings or anything no. like that so w- the songs just got faster and faster <laughs> as we got Hell better yeah. and better yeah and that was one of the most definitely... impressive things about you guys was that you could yeah. hang and you could it, keep control it but was one the, of the dynamic most between you sometimes guys when you play it's gnarly yeah I remember, like any other night, the riff just be like, "Bam, bam, 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 people who were just like regular music fans that didn't play something it just fell yeah. off they're yeah. like yeah. oh okay i get it that's pretty cool but like it just didn't really but resonate with those kinds of people mic. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i would have you know i would have had the song stuck in my head if it wasn't on fast forward you know yeah. <laughs> pretty much like oh we we wrote good melodies and catchy stuff and good song structures it like you know i i'm Looking back, I'm pretty proud of how bizarre some of the song structures we had were. Yeah. Metallica again. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but, uh, yeah, definitely. My dad used to say all the time, like, you would sing better if you slowed down and wrote. Like, even in just your five range. clicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and that's, you know, sort of one of my feelings going back and playing the songs now is we, or I at least, naturally play the stuff a lot slower because i want to lock in but like you're saying like you know a lot of the characteristics of the music comes through just by how fast it is a lot of stuff is hard for me to play slow um uh, i'm the guitar i'm playing guitar and singing and cole who's just talking is the drummer but um so uh i think we found like kind of a happy medium though where like we we still have it fast where it won't feel like oh they they're like old they're now. old now yeah <laughs> it's also guys. it's also way more contained and Cole's drumming is so fucking dynamic <laughs> like yeah. he has so much taste and it um uh, Trot is always solid and stuff and I always legitimately always, always. the rock <laughs> every time the rock to, doesn't have to practice or pick up a lot of mass and he just knows but yeah. <laughs> he just knows. <laughs> You guys kind of, like, helped, like, I mean, for our people our age, you helped start that scene, it felt like, on Staten Island. Because I, I would think before, you guys was, like, Qantas never crashed. Like, yeah. that fucking post-hardcore sounding bit. Yeah, exactly. Avon Junkies, kind of. They Rocky were, like, Love, before Rocky us, Love. but it was still, like, when they we started very, playing like, together. Rocky. They yeah. are, yeah. It wasn't, like, punk-punk. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but Monty Love was another one. I'm, I think I'm not sure if you said that. Yeah. years, yeah. Yeah, and, but um, they were just, like, super punk, like, I don't remember that much of a ska element besides like this one band, oh, the Mel Washington. Mac. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Mel Mac. Wow. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> that was Mel Mac and the Washington riot. Yeah. And then there was, uh, like the, our idols in the scene was lucky fucks. They were a punk band and they, they sound exactly how you would expect a band called the lucky, lucky fucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like picture like the unseen up, and the casualties. Like, yeah. 40 swigging punks like yeah so um we that's wanted to where be we that. got a lot of our and, ideas for playing super fast and they were a fucking them. good band oh, they yeah. were yeah. fast and tight they're they're like to me the nirvana of punk where they just yeah. wrote like they basically wrote like uh uh 
nursery rhyme type jingles <laughs> that just were un- so aggressive, poorly recorded. Like, yeah. Well, that time you so didn't, cool. didn't have to have like good recordings. You could yeah. just have like something on pure volume that you recorded in yeah. your bedroom with yeah. one microphone. Yeah. But what's funny is I remember one of their recordings too. They like went to go record with the guy from the UK subs. You know, that's how <laughs> punk it was. And they were so excited. That's They're like, it's the UK it. subs. It's so mm. sick. And it's like, oh, this sounds like we could have recorded it. Yeah. <laughs> you live uh, and you learn, right? No offense to the UK subs if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for that <laughs> style of music, if matters they're, less too. If they're at CA subs, get it? They're subscribed to Choke Artists. <laughs> I couldn't even fathom that because I don't thank know if you I have for any subscribers. That out. <laughs> I subscribe. I subscribe. Oh, well, in that case, we'll start saying the real shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just, as, lo- as long as my parents don't listen to this anymore, I don't care. Everything else is <laughs> anymore. It's my only goal. Yeah. My parents added me on Facebook and I don't know how to unfriend them in a nice way. <laughs> But they're like, it's not nice what you say sometimes. You got to well, watch gotta, it, bro. You got to delete Facebook off your the app off your phone because that's just yeah. yeah but I, I don't even have it, though. I use Safari and I yeah, just open yeah, it. All right. I do the same it's exact thing. Yeah. I lie to myself like it's making a difference. No, but I still no, want it. All the time. It should make a difference. I mean, it's different than seeing a notification in the bottom of your phone. Oh, uh, it's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> true. Kids don't even use Facebook anymore. It's all Snapchat. I know. My cousin was bragging about her Snapchat streak. Like, me and my one friend, I, and a streak is apparently, like, the amount of days you go back and forth without breaking. Yep. She's like, I had a 500-day streak. It's like, all right, you're 12. Like, Fantastic. Yeah. What else do you do? <laughs> yeah. It's funny you say that. My sister and her boyfriend had a streak. Oh, boy. And there was, I forget what reason, but, like, something came up that they broke their streak. And they, like, made a fuss to Snapchat so much that Snapchat actually gave it back to them. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Like a what a yeah, fucking world we live in. Yep. God, Sounds yeah. like a really secure relationship. <laughs> 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 we need this. This drink is all we have. <laughs> <laughs> they open up a photo album and it's just snap uh, screenshots of their streak. Like, yeah. Yeah. This is the when they get married, that's going to be their that's montage. The, <laughs> the snap <laughs> montage. The only time I ever remember acquiring a Snapchat streak, I don't have it anymore, but when I was single and there would be, there would have to be Dicks and balls and all. All that good stuff. All that stuff we like over there. That's what keeps a streak going. Uh, (laughs) I want a Snapchat streak just to have one so at my funeral you guys can play all my most embarrassing moments over my casket when I'm like dying. I'm like an LED. I don't even know what a streak is. But um, I don't have Snapchat, but maybe I should have one. Yeah. I haven't Snapchat once on tour. Yeah, we had yeah. that for like five days. Like, yeah, we. I don't think I had a smartphone at the time. I think I we know. had a Snapchat at one point. We did, but I just never got into it. I never That's liked why Snapchat. I made a Twitter. It was because we were on tour. And I was yeah. like, oh, I should do this. Yeah. yeah. Anytime we've ever Twitter tried doing well. that, it's just because we have nothing else to do in the van. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Instead of playing Would You Rather, we'd make social yeah. media. Yeah, right. I started Twitter. I started my Twitter to follow Michael Ian Black. <laughs> <laughs> Good Stella fan. I've uh, I've, reason. I've met bands who don't have recordings out, but are like, make sure you add us on Instagram. Make sure you add us on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, no, I don't give a shit. Why would I care? Yeah. <laughs> Show me your music first. You can get yeah, metrics please. off of that. You can watch us on Twitch. Then again, yeah. like, yeah. look, in a couple of months, they're gonna have a ton of Instagram followers, and they're gonna turn that over into like actually putting something out. Their first show is gonna be like you know 500 people. They're yeah. gonna sell you know three four hundred records. It's, cr- it's you know? crazy how how backwards it seems to work now like that. Backwards to us, right? You know? Yeah, but yeah. But to younger kids, in, they're right. like, how in, in terms of, why would you, I just start 
getting in a van and playing shows right. with no advertisement. That's the dumbest idea. It's like, oh, well, that's, well, we that's <laughs> how you used to have to yeah. do it. And also, yeah. I think the, the way that things progressed, um, it's interesting because um, there did get to a point where, like Jay said before, you, like, you kind of had to have a good recording, you know? Like, and it was for a while. Now I think we've gotten to a point where we're so, like, oversaturated with hearing, like, every kind of recording that if you want your thing to be like, I don't give a shit about my recording quality, that has just as much of a chance if you put, if you're confident with it. It's just like an aesthetic at this point. Yeah, Yeah, it is. You can make anything into an aesthetic nowadays, like, and that, when I realized that, that gave me a lot of uh, a feeling of liberation to do something that is as embarrassing as like singing mm. lyrics that I wrote when I was in eighth grade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I was talking to talking about friend, fucking your I was, guitar. Yeah, <laughs> I was talking to my friend Jay from um, from the bands Sink You Fool, all those bands, and <laughs> Messenger Flood. They're called something Flood. else now, right? Yeah, yeah. and he, Story. he refused to, to get back together for the for this show. Damn. Oh really? Yeah. We're just dropping names left and right. It would be nice if you listened. (laughs) We miss you, Jay. Uh, Yeah, I love Jay. Yeah, rip. I hope he's okay. Um, I saw him. He's not dead. He's fine. (laughs) I saw him at Christmas. But anyway, um, so I was telling him that. um, He didn't want to play the old songs, basically. Yeah, no. He. uh, I told him about how, like. I've been actually, like, leaning into the stupider, older shit. And, like, you know, there, there's yeah. a line. We have a song, Catching the Train. And that's what it's about. There's enough. a line that goes, uh, talking to some chicks. And I've been, like. <laughs> that is a lot, the, a lot of train. Uh, great uh, line. Iconography and all your songs. <laughs> that was the time. That's how you got around on Staten Island. It was free, so. But, um. But I lean into it like talking to some chicks. <laughs> it's amazing. Just it's own amazing. it. I was, Just own it. Um, and you know, I was using that to explain how, like, basically, I realized that all music is kind of you can you can think of all music and say like that's stupid. You know, sure. why did you do yeah. that? You yeah, know, yeah. Like, did we really need that? Like, you know, there are people that hate the Beatles. You know, like that's unfathomable to me. But mm-hmm. like, that's. There are people that legitimately don't like universally loved music. Or they just don't get it. And you know? so, mm. you know, like, if all music is, is like, fu- uh, like stupid or whatever, why not have fun make, doing, like, our stupid music, you know? Like, like take pride in the, the dumb stuff that people actually did like, you know? Like you said, you just got to own it. And if yeah, you yeah. own it, then it's fucking yours, man. Right. Yeah. You can do anything. Yeah. Who fucking cares? Exactly. Yeah. A lot of wow, it's time and place. Way too inspirational. Mm. Yeah. So um, we're not playing beatdown at the show, though. So. Oh, <laughs> why? No. No, I was saying. refuses to play it. We, of well, all people, come on. <laughs> you know, if you learn I think how someone to play might it, die if you play, play it on the car You got no say. You, you were on the record. <laughs> you can just force Joe to play beatdown. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, we, we I'm did a show where yeah. we said it was the last time we are playing beatdown, so we kind of would be hypocrites. Yeah, you were on that show. You know what? We're going to play it. Yeah, we could play it. We learned a bunch of old shit, though. Yeah, we did. We dug up like everything all well, the first three pieces. One of my favorite albums by any band ever is Calling from the Grave. That oh. I used to. Uh, it's great that I get to say this on a podcast now because I've told you probably all individually, but I used to <laughs> sit in my dorm at Hofstra 
with like three bags of like family sized chips playing, <laughs> <laughs> playing, playing Madden. Oh, this was before I smoked weed too. It's <laughs> just all the other things that have led to it. I have the aesthetic, yeah. And um but uh so I would just sit there playing uh Xbox three sixty, Madden like two thousand thirteen or something like that. And um for like hours. Like oh nine actually, because thirteen like, is after you would have graduated. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it came out in two thousand nineteen, so that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's just so long ago. Yeah. So yeah, nine years ago. So I'd sit there and just engorge myself and play Madden over and over and over again and just listen on repeat to Calling from the Grave. It never got old. Those have that album has the sickest um Breakdowns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how hardcore I am. I had to stop and think. No, I mean, and, and quarter life my crisis Ira Glass too, voice. Uh, the, uh, particularly the, uh, what are they called? The breakdowns. <laughs> but yeah, sick. Yeah, it's sick. Thanks, album. It's and cool. the lyrics are amazing too. But the lyrics on the new shit. Are like the best I've ever yeah, heard. We definitely work harder on that now than we used the to. The lyrics are unbelievable, <laughs> and all the stuff that you sing is like so. You guys have such a cool dynamic. Thanks, dude. Yeah, people have said that like they like like Liz singing too, and like all yeah. three of us yeah, kind of makes always. It up. My favorite parts of every song were always when Liz sang. Yeah, There's she crushes always, it. And you guys, it was so tasteful how you like used it so sparingly. Yep. You know, it would really hit hard. That's that. That's what's so amazing about Calling from the Grave, too, is there's, like, two huge breakdowns that are, like, unmistakable, that are, like, the nastiest. Like, mm. I, I go, like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Hell yeah. Yeah, that was big. We but were... they're spaced out so well on the album that, like, you, by, the t- like by the time you're hit with one, you're, like... You know, waiting Oof. for the next one. Dr- but yeah, like get a you, towel, you, get, you know. There's so there's so much dynamics. Like the um, what's that song with the major seven chords that leads into? Um, oh, the f- another round. Another like the game yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's like. Oh, yeah, man. that one came out cool, dude. We so winged good. so that's much cool of that track. album. Everything, thanks. Everything You're fell just, into place on that EP. Like, <laughs> it sounds like such a regular, like amazingly produced album, but your drums always have a distinct sound. Hell yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Like, yeah. You, you could always tell it's your kit. It's always little Joey. 19-year-old <laughs> Joey playing the drums. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Metalcore was such a, a big influence for, like, me, Jay, and Liz. Like, we were writing that shit. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy, who was playing bass in those albums, would just show up and, like, fake it until he made it, pretty much. Like, <laughs> all right, here we go. But he did add, like, There's a cool so much other stuff going on that that is kind of the role of the bass in that song is like you know you, you don't need it to do much it's an original blend but of ska rip, punk and hardcore all the ska parts yeah so reinventing the third way yes uh, hell yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're still writing new stuff so it's, I, it's for the record we've been abandoned the whole time yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for the record like, I was gonna yeah. say you guys have never slowed down yeah I can't yeah. think yeah. of a time yeah. where ever slowed down like everybody quit yeah we had a year the year that I joined was a little slow but then after that it's been full steam ahead for what we can yeah. yeah that's great 
Oh, and you're the band that we've played the most with, right? I can't think of any other band we've played yeah. even remotely close with you yeah. guys. Yeah, I think Stuck Lucky just passed you guys, but because uh, <laughs> yeah. we went on tour with them, but yeah. you guys are still up there. Yeah, wow. well, it's yeah. impressive that we never Ours really went on tour with you guys. We we <laughs> met out one yeah. Well, one, yeah, no, one exactly. show in, 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 Florida. in Florida. Out of all fucking places, Tallahassee yeah. we played oh, together. And we just happened to meet up. We just happened to be there. four in the morning. There was some temperature issue, too. It was really freezing that night. Was it? Yeah, it, I remember it we was drove overnight from weather. Michigan. We were broken yeah. down in Michigan. Oh yeah, that's we right. We drove overnight to get to that show. Was that yeah. Shark Tank at the Shark Tank? No, no, no. It's not that bar. Yeah, with Chill Monkey, Monkey Brains. Brains. Yeah. yeah, it was like a big fucking like bar there we played that yeah. Tank show yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, but that wasn't with you guys, number. Yeah, we yeah. played with Chill Monkey Brains. I'm getting forgot about the Shark Tank. You guys were like a Shark Tank band. For anyone listening, it was a DIY venue in Tallahassee. I love that venue, but the it was like you know you know you guys know about punk time epitomized <laughs> <laughs> shark, 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 shark tank shark farts shark tank punk time <laughs> shark time that <laughs> yeah shark time is extreme yeah. <laughs> alright doors at 7 first band at 8 first band actually at like 11.30 we're kind of waiting for people to show up <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah the worst. We'll forget to pass the hat around. Sometimes. Oh, shout out to yeah. No Such Noise too. They're the band that we did tour the most with. Yeah. Yeah. They're starting I to play again too now. Yeah. They're coming to the show. Oh, oh yeah. Cool. Yeah, they're coming to hang. Yeah. Because Alex moved back from California. He did. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to see him. I haven't yeah. seen him in like over a year since before he left. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. We played with them like maybe two years ago with Kill Lincoln, and then they um, weren't even like playing at that point, but they played the show that we got. And they played new songs, and they were sick. And I was like, they posted some teaser like They're always tight. Hell yeah. I loved their last record and foreclosure, was, right? Yeah, that's good. And then I, oh, I feel like so they just Stop maybe I'm misremembering, but yeah, pretty much they just didn't really do much after. Well, that. Joe moved to Lancaster, but I think that was Lancaster, even after. Says. That was a couple of years after they made that record. They also like, I don't know if they like got into fights and stuff. Well, when DPC when they got. They lived in a house. Oh, they, yeah. They That's true. They all up. lived in a house. We're talking too much about them, though. That's when all bands break <laughs> up. You're getting too much into their shit. Yeah. <laughs> Moving in a house together. That's a death knell. Yeah. <laughs> bands. Is it a death knell? Oh, yeah. We, I, oh, that's one of the things I never did and thought, like, oh, what if I had done that? No, yeah, I think, I mean, me and Cheech live together, but at this point, we're, like, old as shit, so it doesn't matter as much, yeah. but if we were, like, partying together, like... You would have yeah, killed me yeah, by now. Yeah. I'm surprised. There's some nights where I'm surprised that you don't fucking punch through the yeah, wall this, and like this house yeah. isn't the Thunderdome. It's true. <laughs> yeah. I, I I love your farts. So I yeah, I was gonna like, say the whole house smells like my shit too. So. <laughs> we're bonded. Yeah, we are one. A bonded pair. We're How like we're your, like uh, hamsters. Crohn's shit. Uh, literally same. Consistently the same. Not good. Not bad. You know. It depends on the month you catch you me. You ever try going vegan? I I can't eat I can't eat fiber. So, because they, they cut out 18 inches of my intestine, so I can't, it's like I can't digest it's most fiber. Oh, man. Wow. So, I'm in, I'm in this, like, flare thing, and it's not Crohn's, I think, because I have this other condition, too. Um, so, I'm going to a doctor in, like, a few weeks. So, they said I just have to keep eating my own cum for, like, months. It's just handfuls. It's yeah, gobbing it in my mouth. Self-sustaining. Oh, yeah. So, that's been that shit on your fucking beard when you wake up? Yeah, it's my cum. Yeah, oh, damn it. Right before I go to school. A little midnight snack. <laughs> Teaching class of your kids with a cum mustache. Oh, God. Come on, be one. Your parents don't want to say. It. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Like when I do these podcasts now, I ca- try to keep all the drug references like past the 15 minute mark because like I know like, <laughs> like we won't make it that far. Cum is my drug. <laughs> cum is my anti-drug. <laughs> oh, shit. 
Do you know, I have seen you though. We we run it run into each other at uh, podcast shows and like comedy shows and shit yeah, in the city yeah. sometimes. So that's fun. Yeah, that's I I spend more time listening to podcasts than I do listening to music, honestly. Which well, is, you were you were walking dogs for a while too, right? Yeah, that's like that's that perfect. For I it. think is what started it. I think that's where it started. But yeah. now it continues while I drive and I'm stuck in traffic and stuff. I'm constantly listening to podcasts. Yeah, um, I like comedy. I think more than music. But I don't think I'm funny, so... <laughs> yeah. There's a Dave Chappelle quote, every musician thinks they can be a comedian, every comedian wants to be a musician. Yeah, yeah. It's it is true. true. I, I kind of enjoy that. that it's Who's like... Who's that guy you said? Dave Chappelle? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like something I don't want to do. It's something I enjoy that I don't want to do myself. Yeah, yeah. As opposed would... to like going to shows, and I was like, well, I do this. I like yeah. editing pe- people's sets, but then even when I do that, like I woke up uh, after giving my friend advice on his stand-up set, the other, uh, like I woke up the next day and I was like, Oh my god! I hope he doesn't listen to anything. <laughs> <laughs> We're all comedy oh, experts. Really bad idea. <laughs> He's gonna bomb because of me. <laughs> we all we we all like jokes, so we're experts. Yeah, being a comedian is really hard. It takes like I feel like ten years to be even like decent at it. You know? Yeah. Mm. There's a lot of like you could do. I feel like you could do a lot more hiding. In a band, in for a sure. Band. Absolutely. Oh yeah. When you're a comedian, you're just up there by yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and that doesn't stop bad comedians from doing a lot of hiding, you know? Sure. Yeah. yeah. We've learned, but think of it this way. Hmm. Now that we're all older, how long did it feel for all of us to like get in that fucking groove, you know, from starting playing and picking up a guitar and starting playing with bands to know, like you could be a musician and hang with um, other musicians after going on tour. Cause that, cause it's still, if it takes 10 years for a comedian, think at least, at least probably takes four or five years for a musician. I, find yeah. That, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, was at that point when we were touring and stuff, I guess. But now I feel like I'm at a different, like, a, yet another plateau. Yeah. Since I started doing sound at weddings and stuff like that, surrounded by really professional musicians. Well, you, you were, like, when, go. yeah. yeah. The and first... it's, I also see, like, wait, I can do that. Yeah. If they can do that, I can do that. There, You know? Well, to be fair, you're so... an anomaly. You two, you three are, are a fucking anomaly, though. Because the first time I met you guys, I was 17, 18. You guys were 13, 14. I watched mm, you guys play yeah. the show super fucking fast. And I remember <laughs> the first thing I said to one of the other people in my band was just like, holy shit, they're fucking young and tight oh, We played with you with Awful Waffle. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, forgot yeah. about oh, that. Yeah. That's totally right. We played with you back in like 2007. Hero. Yeah. like yeah. so Even before that, actually. So you kids at that point in time were like literally oh, we're like 14, 15. Yeah, we were like 14 And that old. is insane because now I think about it, like four or five years, you guys had it since you were fucking like 13 and we're fucking ripping it. That's crazy. <laughs> we just started when we and all were in the same that, you know elementary at, school. Yeah. At the, at the awesome. when we think about our, you know, span of our Curious Volumes existence or whatever, doesn't that seem like like way later into our existence it does yeah it really like started it. so long even before that like we, yeah we, we were really professional off the bat like I, the, we were that year that we spent playing shows i guess tightened us up so well like, you know, yeah. we were playing in front of people at a very young age yeah Probably much younger than most musicians. So when you were playing that young, you were playing with older people, or you were playing like with no, people we were playing that age? by ourselves, not even with other <laughs> <Yeah>. bands. It was just us. No, it was just curious. One of the shows we ever played, we we booked out our elementary school's the swim club. auditorium. Oh even before <laughs> that, <laughs> that, 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 that,
we playing were playing at in, our the, school, in the elementary school, the cafeteria. We played like you know, we played the talent last show. Last day of school. Yeah, that that yeah. was it. It was the last day of school. We were like, "Hey, we're in a band. Like, can we play?" And, we're and still, we somehow got yeah convinced them to play. Like, yeah, you know like, what it is. Sure so we can. the nuns were like, "Sure, boys, you can <laughs> bring your instruments in." And, <laughs> and the and we, like, "Sure, boys." <laughs> we oh all went <laughs> and we and we piled in the cafeteria, <laughs> and we fucking shredded it. You know what I mean? Wait, you, you guys all went to private school then? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Catholic school. But that's we really weird. Went, I had the same experience when we were thirteen in eighth grade. It was me and a bunch of fucking kids that like we convinced them to let us play at field day like the when we all went to the park and did like track and field shit so like yeah that's fucking surreal and to think about that in hindsight to be playing in front of people at 13 years old like you know what our first show is actually on youtube Oh fuck yeah! I gotta fucking find this. First ever, first ever live performance in front of another human being, and it was in front of like a couple hundred people at our schools. It was a lip sync competition. We were the first live band they let play. Yo, you gotta take the audio of that and put one of the songs at the end of the podcast. Oh yeah, you gotta do that. Small things. Yeah, we covered all the small things. Awesome. Wait, so Jay, did you see the part where the snare drum falls off and then behind? That was the next year. That was the next year. Yeah, that was that was part two. That was during when we were covering two other Blink and songs. Yeah. yeah, and we played "I Need You," which we're playing on Friday. Yeah. That's just crazy. We wrote we wrote that song when we were fourteen years old. It's our oldest song that we still play. That we we wrote that song before we were Curious Volume. Yeah. yeah. Well, what did the band used to be called? Inured. Inured. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that's like a metal ass. In case you were, in case you were wondering, <laughs> it means toughened or made accustomed to by use of exposure. Nice. Because everyone or asked exposure. us. It's so funny that we all have the same exact definition of yeah. that word because we had to explain to people <laughs> what <laughs> every <laughs> band name meant. It's great. What are you guys injured? It's funny. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Especially yeah. having the metal font. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the way it actually came about was we just started listening to Blink 182 and Green Day in like sixth, you know, fifth, sixth grade, maybe even before that, actually. And we all Third started. Third grade is when you gave me Mark Tom and Travis show. So then I was, you know what? what? I was eight. I was yeah. eight years old. 1999. I was eight years old when I first started listening to Blink 182. I, I remember sixth grade was when you gave me lesson. That's when I started playing. That's bass. crazy. I started playing bass when I was in the sixth grade, and I knew you played drums, Dino, because yeah. you didn't even play guitar yet. Nope. Yeah. I wanted you to play. I was starting a band, and I wanted you to play drums. I was the guitar. Player. You were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hilarious. And Dino was like, "No, I want to play guitar." Oh no, no you wanted to sing. No. I wanted. You wanted to sing. Yeah. Guitar looks really sexual to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I need to play. I'm gonna be horny. I'm gonna fucking it. Far off. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but then we we played for a while where I was on guitar. We had our friend Rob Daunt on the drum yeah, kit. Yeah, but that was even before that. That was Toxic Radiation. We were called. Oh my god! All three of us were playing awesome. So holy, holy shit! Radiation. That no, that, that is Dino. like repressed memory. Lab. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, oh yeah, I remember everything. The reason why I started <laughs> like an elephant. I started playing guitar completely out of necessity. Yeah. First of all, I don't know why I thought I could sing. I just. Said, you yeah, just wanted to do it. I just it. wanted to be in the band. Then yeah. I just figured out, and mm. nobody else wants to sing, I'll be the singer. So I couldn't sing for shit. I was going oh, through puberty. The, the, the other thing was I couldn't play guitar and sing at the same time. Yeah. That was like almost a given for me to do, and I was like, no, nah, I can't. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, but uh, we, Cole kept getting into fist fights with our guitarists. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> he, he, he middle school. Yeah. kept yeah. starting <laughs> fights with me. Nah, I don't know. Yeah, it was... It was a lot of drama, so but he 
You well, know, he doesn't play anymore, so we can say he wasn't very good. So we're the fourth Beatle. Yeah, he's a great guy. We had a kid. I just followed him on Instagram the other day. Yeah. You the guys do like the same thing. You both do yeah, IT. we both work in IT. Uh, but anyway, it's the only kid I ever fought in my life. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Repeatedly, though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, it was that and bad. If they fought again, everybody would be quitting the band. Like uh, every Cole's week, knocking like. people out. But, uh, when we first started, we like yeah, it used wasn't to be just that. We had backup singers. We wanted to be yeah. like you know like like you know. And that was so wait. In your order was the first thing or toxic not toxic holocaust, no, what's it called? In your was the first, first iteration of the three of us yeah. playing in the okay. same band together. Okay. Playing and, the right and, instruments. And your first <laughs> yeah, yeah, your right. first show you were in sixth grade? We were in seventh grade. Seventh grade. And we just got so into it because we went to a small elementary school. Like we went to a small school. There was maybe we were in a class of twenty five or thirty kids and there was two classes. So like you were saying before, we started the band and everyone was like, you're in a band? That's so cool. You know, you yeah. guys got to come play. So then we thought about the lip sync, you know, which we've obviously, we've we've actually done, or at least I've done. Yeah, when totally. I was in sixth yeah, grade, I was a part of it. Together. Oh, yeah. We I did, remember lip syncing. I lip sync, uh, what, 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 <laughs> Angel by Shaggy. Yes! 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 Looking back on it now, this is terrible, but like fat white me, like <laughs> wearing fake dreadlocks, you know? We all had to dress up. I'm 12 years old wearing fake dreadlocks with my Oh, you, you, you look like a narc it's or like, something like a 12 year old narc. Like That's awesome. More like Cartman. I sang that song karaoke like two years ago, and I just sang it like Cookie Monster the whole song. I sang it at a bar. I also did Juicy by Notorious B.I.G. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, Oh, but uh, anyway, yeah. the way that I ended up playing guitar was because, you know, the fist f- uh, another fist fight <laughs> happened. I mean, I also wasn't a good guitar player. And so. no, you were good. You were, and then we found out Cole could play drums, so we put him on drums, and he's amazing. And um, I do what I can. And uh, so then we did. We had a show booked for like what was it, the last day of school or something? Yeah. And um, we were gonna play literally in our classroom. And we didn't have a guitarist, but I was like, I'll learn to play guitar. I'll learn to play these songs. And so I like just busted my ass and like I picked up my dad's guitar and uh, I taught myself what was it, damn it and all mm-hmm. the small things. Yeah. But then right. by the time we went to play the show, like I didn't feel confident enough to play it. So Trotta played guitar and I played bass for that. Did we really? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't remember that at, at all. At least on one of the songs. I think on damn it. I think that's a hard riff. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, there's a lot, oh, of, yeah. a lot of singular picking notes. I like, actually took bass lessons, so by default, I was the best one. Yeah, he was the best. <laughs> because he took any song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how much of an influence like Blink and Green Day were. Oh, my for, God. For me, too. The first performance I ever did, I was like sixth grade. I played Brain Stew. My friend played electric guitar sitting down with no distortion. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Through a keyboard amp. No guitar strap. The mic, it was a boom mic stand. It was like angled down to him. We like spray painted our hair green. Uh, <laughs> We put yeah. it we put it up a half step because we couldn't we didn't understand that you could play open E on the guitar, so we started on six and ended on one like on the set of guitar. It was so bad. Dude. Oh, yeah. I you like specifically remember that. That's yeah. so funny. And those are the, those are the exact kinds of moments where like no one's gonna tell you that you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But like 
that's where you learn for yourself. So, but yeah. like you had the concept that you had to have it in tune. So you But I had the same thing on the bus one day. I was like, oh, gotta start a band. Green Day's awesome. And then like I just bugged my friend to play guitar, and like I had like my uncle's shitty. I have no idea what kind of guitar it was, and we just yeah we we practiced a lot, and it was still terrible, and that's how. It goes. <laughs> no, better question: How many of those people that you played music with back then are still playing music today? Mm. Uh, that guy, that kid, no, he became like a DJ kind of. Oh yeah, yeah. Kinda, music. Yeah, yeah, he's playing other people's music. But I yeah. think that. <laughs> what kind of DJ? Though? Oh. God, like a party DJ or like Coachella? DJ? Actually, he, he writes stuff. He does like trance stuff. Okay. So I don't know how much cool. he actively doesn't anymore. I think he just does real estate now. Not so cool. Trans <laughs> Never yeah. heard of that genre before. Trans <laughs> That's why they call it That's house a great music. Band. New Jersey representative. Oh. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, everyone has Cheech. How did you? What was your start? Like doing shit. Um, actually, I have almost the same fucking story as you do. Uh, yeah, back in like sixth, seventh grade, fucking, I was the first person out of my friends to get a guitar. My mom gave me her old like Yamaha classical from like the seventies. I learned that. Then I started bringing my guitar into school because I had nothing else to fucking do, and I went to a private school. So like, I, we probably got more leeway with certain things like sure. that yeah, than like yeah, a definitely. public school. So like, little by little, everyone else started playing. Like, maybe you'll hmm. maybe you'll agree with this. Um, because you had a similar experience, I think that we wouldn't have developed into the unique chemistry and the the like band that we became if we had just been like public school kids that were like dime a dozen. Like Absolutely. They, once we interacted with the public school kids, they were like blown away yeah. by us. They're like, wait. They, you're doing this like we had no idea they existed they had no idea we existed we were the only ones in our world we were by default the best and that <laughs> and gave us yeah. the confidence before you even <laughs> oh, should, yeah. should have had yeah. it yeah, yeah. at then, 13 I thought it was a fucking rock star yeah, yeah right yeah. And, yeah. and like we had that confidence enough and like the public school kids recognized that a ton of public school kids and catholic school kids were coming to see us play at the catholic school shit and um they like as soon as we were introduced like they were trying to get us to join their bands and stuff and we were like join your bands no, exactly. yeah we were like this what no band. we have <laughs> a band yeah 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 but you have one band yeah. and, <laughs> and, like did blink 182 have other bands exactly that mentality yeah, right. yeah. So yeah. and like when i ended up going to public school and actually interfacing with all the other kids that like were playing in bands together already they all looked at me like i was this fucking alien but that was the one but thing that that's let just me infiltrate because that you're the only no. That I am the I'm only, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm the only Asian one of the only Asian dudes with a white name that plays fucking punk rock. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. fucking and then when I got a to white school, name and a like Mexican uh, nickname. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so when I got to school in Florida, like I the things that I learned were completely different. But that was yeah. the one thing that helped me like make friends and join new bands is cuz mm. like I had a completely they had their own skill set, and I had a completely different one from a different angle. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. to where you learn in a completely different way. Because with us, I feel we may have to fend for ourselves a little bit more. Yeah, and it we had to be an extra different type of creative. Like, yeah. It wasn't handed to us. We had a, literally, we... Also, we didn't have band. I feel like public yeah, school kids had band even right, in elementary yeah. school. We like, you guys didn't have band until high school. Any other way. I was introduced because, like, by the time I was literally, as soon as I could stand, my... My dad and my grandpa put me at a drum kit, 
That sucks. And, yeah. <laughs> um, so I played drums when I was really little, but like, you didn't really, you have no music in your family. Nope. And no no one it. plays music <laughs> in my family. I mean, my dad is a huge He's deadhead. A yeah, yeah. And and my mom was too. You know, they they both love music, but neither of them play or anything. Yeah. But who knows what's in your genes? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Got that? Yeah, I got that adopted uh, skill set. So, hell yeah! That's what's up. I love proving my family wrong. Hey, you don't got it, I do. Yeah. I, I, my favorite part about being adopted is if I ever have a son, it'll. I have like apparently I'm the last dude in the family that could have a child and keep the Weber name going. Mm. So uh-huh. from now on, if I ever have a son, I'm gonna adopt like a weird minority baby just to really fuck with my family. <laughs> yeah, like wait, wait, you're. Your your kids from Malaysia? What the fuck is How this? How did Weber? that? Okay, all right. Hey, they already believe I'm Weber, so let's roll. With it. Well, the government may not be sure. Uh, we're still working oh, that yeah. out. We're still working she, that out. According to uh, the government, the Cheech government. doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. So Cheech one... couldn't go to Canada with us because he couldn't get a passport. There's no proof that I'm American citizen right now. Oh, really? Oh, there's no proof it. of you existing. Yeah. There, besides well, this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so when you get adopted, I got adopted it. in the late '80s from South Korea. And my parents lost all the paperwork. There's no fucking email in the 80s. Sure. And the immigration center that I came through was in Newark. That one's now closed. Okay. So when going to a bunch of the other spots, like, they couldn't find my records. So I had, they gave me this form that I had to send into Customs and Immigration. I sent that in, like, two years ago. And I just, uh, I really, it's kind of on me for not following up with it, I guess, <laughs> to be fair. Uh, but, like, Sugar Colt wrote a, wrote a song about me. It's fucking Stuck great. in America. Yeah. <laughs> Lost so, in America. I'm the only asshole that was born outside of this country. I got here, and now I legally can't leave. Wow. That's uh, crazy. <laughs> I just, I just, like, went, took all that in, and that's my new, like, plan B. Like, I'm going to follow all those steps. Not follow up, you said. Don't follow up. <laughs> <laughs> off the grid. Yeah, it's funny because I talked to a bunch of people. The joke, you're like, oh my god, you're off the grid, and I'm like, no, 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 not quite, not quite. Close enough. <laughs> we have a social security number, probably, right? At least. I have a social. I have a driver's license. Yeah, but when I went to them right here, and right? asked for my passport, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, I have to be a citizen. I have documents X, Y, and Z. The lady starts laughing at me. She's just like, oh, you don't need those. You know, <laughs> you like, you can have those and not be a citizen. And I'm like, wait, what? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> How the fuck does this work here? <laughs> Checks and balances. Uh, <laughs> and you still pay taxes. Oh, well, we oh hell have, yeah. We all answer to some. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they're not. You get the money, you don't get the money. We're all getting fucked. Uncle Sam's a bitch. That's right. Shots fired. Do you guys know? Um, I I had a realization like last year. Um, Uncle Sam. You know why it's Uncle Sam? Why? You never thought about it, right? No. It's just always been default. U.S. Damn. Uh, all right. Uh, his last name probably. <laughs> his last name probably weed, starts right? with an A, right? <laughs> Uncle Sam Arnold. <laughs> well, America, AM. <laughs> Uncle, Uncle United yeah, States of America, Sam. AM. Exactly. Holy shit, it's wow. a conspiracy. God damn. Ugandan yeah. Sal. There we go. <laughs> US. Yeah, so we don't do fuck. Yeah, that's what all the founding fathers were doing. Just puff, puff, yeah, pass. We would call this shit, yo. First cash crop. Shit. I was jo- I was laughing about thinking of Curious Volume just becoming a reggae dub band. Because <laughs> you're like, yeah, we all smoke a weed a we're little bit now. now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're old now. What else are we going to do? Uh, yeah. When I mean, it's definitely there. There's Trotter, a bunch, you can get your dress. songs yeah. where the dub comes out. Yeah, and we well, get that's what I said uh, in response to Scott. Now we're recounting our text conversation. But I, I said, uh, 
the bits of ska that are in our music since we haven't i haven't been playing ska for so long like that feels like heavy reggae like deep dub (laughs) 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 you guys get a smoke machine for the show just hook a bong into a smoke machine i've played hook it up with a smoke machine (laughs) once and it dries you out so badly maybe it's just uh, cheap ones do that, but my friend who makes trance beats used to have a smoke machine in his basement, and he would like just play trance songs, and we would just sit in the smoke machine and hang out, look at oh. like, colored LED lights. That was sounds what we pretty sounds like a good time. That sounds like a good time, man. <laughs> so we're playing downstairs at Dock Street, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Right, cool. It's the classic ready. room. If anybody's listening and uh, wants to come, please actually buy tickets uh you could find them on the event page because we're getting worried that like people aren't going to be able to get in because as you know it's a really small venue uh i think the cap would have to be 250 i think even that might be a little little much you know it's like i was was gonna guess like 150 yeah Yeah, it's probably more correct yeah (laughs) the last time i was there i was it was also like 15 years ago so that room is probably smaller than i remember it right right almost certainly quarter life crisis front to back yeah, I think we did. Yeah, we made you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we um, made you. It's funny that you say that, Cheech, because I went there to check out the sound situation, see if it's so now you're professional. Yeah. <laughs> Does their PA still exactly. glow? And oh god, yeah, I remember yeah. That? The PA there used to actually like go on fire after playing. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. And, and then be fine. <laughs> it never sounded good, but like it worked. It, it, worked yeah. like it didn't break. It like had a furnace in it. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you had to I had coals to the. Yeah. You guys are just straight fire, man. Straight Old fire. school. I just went. I went to check it out or whatever, and we're gonna be bringing our own sound system. So <laughs> nice. It's really good. Yeah. I'll get there. We we're not fucking around. Six with us if you can, because we'll do a sound check. Yeah. That's yeah. my favorite room in the city. Uh, I've played in a bunch of rooms in Staten Island. That's mm. easily my favorite one yeah, I've ever yeah, played in. Cool. It's got a Hamilton a Street vibe. Yeah. But yeah, when I went back anyway, I it was that same sensation when you go into like a, a friend's basement that you haven't been in since you were a kid or like a cousin's house or something. I've grown. Yeah. Like the yeah, room got smaller. smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I know it's a small room, but I have literally grown up in Dock Street. Yeah, right? totally. So now well, it's yeah. the place I ever got right? drunk. Yeah. Amendment 18. It's owned by yeah. somebody else. Now. Amendment 18. It's actually owned by the same guy. Oh, they just changed the name. It's. Oh, I feel like it's, it's always been owned by like the same guy. They made it like a speakeasy vibe. Like, yeah. Right? yeah, and it's actually pretty cool. Like, when I went to check it out, there was like five or six people just sitting at the bar. Hmm. Chatting it up. Okay. Speaking easily. Nice. Oh. They still do <laughs> shows there, speaking. I'm assuming? They didn't for a while. You know, now this is, like, I think their big push to start doing them again. They're having this blowout, like, you know, block of shows because, you know, this I isn't the only... Re- like, th- like as I was saying before, this show was it came about because Doc Street's having their 40th anniversary, like, string of shows since they've been a venue in that location for, since, like, you know, what, the 70s? Whatever, 40 years ago yeah. from this year, yeah. 78. that's math. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's how you math. But um, they started it back in, like, you know early like mid-february maybe uh i forgot where i was going with that but for those of you who've never been which is probably a lot of people because this is primarily like jersey people listen to this podcast but on staten island um you know uh we had this venue dock street that it's like 
how would you describe it? It's just like a basement. It's like an underground bar. Underground yeah. Bar. Yeah. yeah. It's a dive bar, pretty much. A dive bar. But they had all ages shows all ages, somehow. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. was the key. Every, every show was all ages somehow. Happened, but. And it was just the center <laughs> yeah. of everything. And it was the coolest venue while it lasted. And then, uh, you know, and just And all and, kinds of music, too. Like, yeah. everything from hip-hop shows to death metal yeah. to... You know, hardcore. I mean, I know there were a couple of jazz combos that have played there before. Yeah, so everything. That's, a lot of jazz stuff happens there. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, there you go. And there's also like multiple floors to the venue that are, you know, there's a catering hall and uh, and uh, another ca- like little catering hall too yeah. that has a balcony that's really cool. Yeah, I, I think Jay was saying we played on every floor of Dock Street. I think, yeah. Three so. floors of Dock Street, and then we could totally do that. Imagine, yeah, yeah, really. I went to the last three floors at the Knitting Factory, the OG one, and the yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Those are great. I love those shows. Oh my god. Yeah, I was saying to Cheech, like Dock Street for you guys is probably what like Hamilton Street Cafe or Bloomfield Ave Cafe was for us. Like I've all, heard of that place. all oh, they yeah, just spot where just everyone went like on a weekend, like exactly. even if you didn't know what was going on. Yeah, 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 yeah you literally just go there because what else are you gonna do? Yeah, you know what I mean. There's there's gonna be music there there's gonna be people you what's, know like what's unique yeah. about our experience with dock street though is that it's so far from where we actually live. that's true too it's on staten island you don't have to cross any bridges or anything but staten island's kind of big yeah you drive across it, it, like, it like eight yeah miles across? it's not that much smaller than manhattan yeah um i think it's bigger than manhattan Maybe like more really, land, but it's just you know obviously different. Shaped I think it's like eight by thirteen miles, something like yeah. that. because you guys are from like when you first get into Staten Island, you guys are from like more that well, area. Well, from your perspective. Yeah, from yeah. my perspective. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 and then because like Dock Street is Dock Street's like the furthest. Well, because yeah, Dock Street is definitely yeah. pretty far north. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's closer it's to the ferry, exactly, yeah. which yeah. is like the tip of Staten Island. That's the right cool by part of Staten Island. We live, we live and grew up in like the suburban lame part of Staten Island. Yeah, White. which is just like New Jersey. Yeah. 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 Um, There's not too much difference between New Brunswick and a lot of Staten Island, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, New Brunswick has, uh, like, that distinct college True. vibe. Mm. There's not as much, like... And house shows, But too. what's weird about Staten Island, <laughs> I, 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 we've <laughs> toured true. like crazy. Yeah. We've <laughs> toured like crazy. Uh, I mean, not like crazy, but we've toured plenty and seen all, all over the world. And I, I've, like travel to Taiwan and stuff like that like on my own and as, the more of the world I see the more I'm convinced that you could find a place wherever you're from you could find a place a section of Staten Island a big section of Staten Island that makes you feel like you're exactly at home like whether you're from a farm whether you're from like Manhattan whether you're from like you know a suburb whatever mm-hmm. like we have every ex- we even have rednecks I swear to god like the south south shore was always cut <laughs> off like before the Verrazano Bridge was built. Yeah. So they <laughs> developed like there's even like you know hush hush like type of like that there's like incest down like deep in the South Shore <laughs> like history literally that. and figuratively because, the most southern part of New York. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like it's like pickup truck culture down there. But at the same time, it's still they still talk like bros like yeah. Staten Island. But it's like it's very it's strange. To country music and stuff. But anyway, like they. Um, Staten Island. Um, uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Never mind. Yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot what you were gonna say. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's uh oh that you used to live really far away from Dock Street. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. where it all started. Yeah. Yeah, it was there. We live pretty far from Dock Street. There is a little bit of everything on that fucking little island, dude. Yeah. Yeah. 
a it bunch of different yeah. connections oh, of people. Oh, I remember where I was going with it. So <laughs> we, were ta- we were comparing it to New Brunswick, and New Brunswick has that college vibe or whatever, and Staten Island, it's weird, but we never really interacted with it, but you could go to college on Staten Island and think that it's the exact same vibe as yeah. New Brunswick. It, there's a part of Staten Island that has Wagon College, St. John's, CSI. CSI. Yeah. They're all like and right there. They're all yeah. right there and it feels like college town. And it's like They're like all clustered together because there's also a lot of people who go to those schools that are not from Staten Island. Yeah. So they go to those schools and they like hang out in the neighborhoods around there. Yeah. But that's like, that's all Staten Island is to those people. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. just there the entire island and there's nothing else when in reality, there's obviously so much else. Hell yeah. I mean, it's got everything you need. Do you, do you guys ever feel like, because, you know, like when you're in your early 20s, you're like, can't wait to fucking leave this place. But are you like kind of coming back to it now and like, oh, oh like, yeah, absolutely. Love this place. Like, two of you physically. 50, 50, 50. moved away and yeah. actually coming back. Yeah, it's, right. Two of us literally. But I mean, I feel like that's something we've kind of come back to earlier than most people from Staten Island. We kind of realized that like. Our generation, I think. Uh, cherishes Staten Island a little bit more than our parents' generation. Sure. Like we, we don't have as much like the cynicism that they have. Uh, well, because got I, old to us. I where, feel like your yeah, generation like, is just because like they couldn't live in New York City, so they live in Staten Island. Yeah. Like I have family members on Staten Island, it's like they probably would have rather lived in Manhattan. Yeah, yeah totally. Due to, to work. Keep in Brooklyn. You know? Yeah, but and then like you, have, us, you guys old. build culture yeah, on it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there's actually reason to like have value and merit to it and like yeah. want to stay there. So I yeah, never exactly. really went through a phase where I was like, I can't wait to get out of here. It was always like, I would love to go and travel and even live somewhere else. But how, how my home will always be Staten Island. I can't escape that no matter no. where I've lived or traveled. To. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll probably die in New Jersey. As much as I, as I tore the idea around of like living somewhere, like I was gonna looking at grad schools in like other states, and I was like, what the fuck? Why do I even want to go to school again? Like, yeah. <laughs> I always come back, dude. Yeah. Moved away a million times. Always come back. Yeah, yeah. It's Jersey's true. a this area is roots. a fucking boomerang, yeah. dude. Whether you want to or not, yeah, it'll I bring mean, you back somehow. The Northeast is one of the best places to live in the country, too. You know, yeah. I mean, like, as far as stuff going on, like... It's true. I mean, in any any given day, you could hop in the car and drive four hours and be in another major city. Yeah. You know, it's good Boston, for Philly, mm-hmm. absolutely. For yeah. sure. Yeah. You go to, like, fucking, like, parts of, uh, like, Mississippi, Kansas, Arkansas, and all they have is, like, a Walmart in certain towns, and that's right. it. Like, oh, mm-hmm. we got a Walmart and an auto body shop, and that's it. So, yep. yeah. you know, I think we take for granted. I mean, and there, granted, there is a lot going on around here, like, all the time, which kind of is a lot, but it's better than... You know, nothing. Oh, absolutely. A lot of people's day-to-day these days doesn't even involve, like, getting to have those, like, luxuries to worry about. Like, you know, a lot of people are just, like, trying to live and don't even have time to pay money to go do activities and stuff like that. Yeah. That's, That's a lot of my friends' reality. I've seen a lot of my friends who had a lot of, they were very active and, like, musically active and stuff like that. And then, like... You know, one thing leads to another, and all of a sudden, they're just, like, completely inactive because, like, it, they just fall into, like, a comfort thing. Real life gets in the way, yeah. Yeah. So, as some people would like to say. Yeah. Yeah. happened to me for Dino's talking shit about me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know this one guy. I mean, if that's how you feel, I was I was honestly implicating myself. I was I got sucked in the dog walker life for a while. <laughs> yeah, we're all, we're all <laughs> waiting. Dive into the dog walker life. <laughs> nah, for me, it was less about, like... Um, Less about wanting to do it less and more just needing a break. 
you know, because we were so active and so busy hard that for a while. I just needed we should like have taken a two-year break. You know, like <laughs> I th- like this will be my first show, my first live show since December 2015. Wow. wow! I have not played on a stage in front of people since then. Yeah. Unless I'm forgetting something, but I don't think I am. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't remember. It'll come back. It'll be whatever, though. Like, it'll be natural, like, coming oh, back. Oh, Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not worried. It's just that, like, that that's how long it's been, and yeah. I feel refreshed. Like, I'm ready to start playing music more again. We yeah. We should have taken more breaks. We should have, uh, you know, we refl- we've been reflecting a lot on, like, you know, what did we do, what didn't we do, whatever. And um, a lot we Goals, determined, you know, we determined that a lot of what we did was we didn't smoke enough that. weed, you know. <laughs> yeah, First of all, man, speak for yourself. Sorry, God, what were you saying? We determined that basically we had these, we had this urgency and this anxiety about like, well, if you're going to be a band and you're gonna like sacrifice doing extracurriculars for school and taking all like you know going uh, taking like you're giving away your free time college and stuff like that if you're going to be doing that you better make it like and there there must be some return we we had in our head that we had to make it before we had to graduate and get real jobs sure so i neither graduated it's certainly easy (laughs) (laughs) you still got time dude go back to school and then put the band on full blast again (laughs) like van wilder Um, but yeah i think a lot of what we did was driven by that pressure and it's hard when you compare yourself to someone else or like set goals or standards that don't need to be attainable you know but at that time it always feels like there's pressure when you're younger because i mean ideally we would all be doing like just be on the road at least that's how we felt in our early 20s now that we're older it's like kind of different even my desire to tour though was only born out of like well that's the thing that you have to right that's how you make a living being a musician or not even make a living but how you give the appearance get the exposure to people that that, like you that you're legit yeah taking it seriously yeah Hmm. you guys though when you were younger it was very visible very quickly like you guys wanted it and you were trying very hard. I mean, that's a compliment. Sure, yeah. You guys were working that's, really fucking hard see, when to you were other younger. bands. That's that made us a lot of friends and stuff like that, and everybody respected us. But then, like, we lost our cool factor because, like, we gave too much of a shit. The cool bands like let their music speak for themselves. Don't get hung up on whether they sound too much like Jeff Rosenstock or not, because half the people in the that more than half the people that were listening to me were never gonna know who Jeff Rosenstock was anyway. Yeah, yeah. And whatever, but um, like they they write more songs and they play more shows to their local crowd. They don't worry about like, oh, are we oversaturating? Like you, they have the confidence that every show they put on is fun no matter what. Like yeah, whatever. Like. Um, I just do what you want to do without being like too yeah. calculated. No. You know? We were so calculated. Yeah. Like we were, we were doing calculated. the dumbest shit. Like yeah. for example, we were just saying before we live, you know, in a suburb of New York City. You know, we li- and within an hour and a half there's Philadelphia. Within a couple hours north there's Boston. There's the New Brunswick scene. There is you know a scene, a couple scenes in Connecticut. You know, there's scenes within such driving distance. So you'd think you didn't even mention the like all the other boroughs too oh yeah obviously you brooklyn play, you know brooklyn manhattan you know scenes in brooklyn long island you know there's so many scenes within such close quarters yet we were like well we can play these 
on weekends. So let's just tour to the places we you know can't we get can't to. get to. Yeah. Sure. So we're playing these dumb shows to nobody just for the sake of and getting out there up. in other yeah. pl- and never yeah. following up. And we're not playing shows in areas where people actually in go to backyard. shows. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And things probably would have worked out a lot more in our favor had we just you know done the easier thing. You know, just played shows in closer places that actually have scenes and not just try as hard as we did. Like yeah. we, we at that point we were trying too hard. Well, you know, it's, it's over, always it was overdone. It's always easier to look back and realize. Hindsight's too, always you know? twenty twenty, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you but guys also were... just like going on a van. There's just something to that. You just yeah. want to yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Once you do it, you. Yeah. So is is this like a one time show? This one at Dock Street. That's what we have booked. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right on. Yeah. yeah. But you guys have plans like playing music at? Well, you've you know you've kind of always been playing music still. And Colts, you were saying when you got back from north carolina yeah yeah i I took a break from music for a while i i got a job straight out of college and uh like you said life kind of got in the way for a while Uh, i wasn't able to play my drums and yeah i just kind of picked it back up in the past like two years and uh yeah i mean and you know i've you know like we were saying before i've always played guitar i played a little bit of bass uh yeah I guess technically, as of right now, yes. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> it's in a cool jam band. Yeah. Cool. Try to be, try to be cool, but uh, um, every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's just to say. I mean, yeah, any excuse to play music is You're a good one. You're gigging too. So, like, totally. He yeah. plays at, for a church and stuff. Yeah. Oh, tell you right on. Yeah, yeah. I do, and I do sound for the same church. Yeah. So yeah, cool. I'm just trying to be, you know, as active as I can in something that I love. You know, just music. Hell yeah. yeah I'm trying to be. Like, I'm trying to make music my life. Like, I, mm-hmm. I finally realized that, like, it's possible since doing Sound at Weddings. And that that was the exact realization that I came to, too. Yeah. At, you know, fairly recently as well. It was just, like, there are people that do this. I could be doing this. Yeah, exactly. It's, it literally is that simple. Everybody, yeah. yeah. And um, at weddings in particular, like, there's stupid money in that. So, yep. like, yeah. We were, we tried to start a wedding band last year, and then our guitarists quit. We learned like, four songs. Yeah, it's so it funny. I feel like I've... So much I, work ahead of time. Oh, it, yeah. It's you a shitload of work. Perfect. I feel like I've had that conversation yeah, with, like, yeah, three or four different groups of musicians where we're like, we should start a wedding band. Like, we're there. all good. Yeah. They're like, yeah, there's money there. And then, you know, whatever happens, happens. Yep. Yeah. No, everybody I mean, that I work for, every band that I work for, and the sound people that you know I partner with, they will you know say like sympathetic things to me when a gig is you know maybe not going exactly great or whatever, or like I have a lot to load in or you know extra work, or I have to anything extra whatever, or it's taking long. Anything they'll say like. Oh, doesn't this suck? Like, you know, I, I can't wait to get out of this game. Or, you know, like something, This the older guys will say something like that. But I explain that, like, and you guys will understand this, just showing up to something involving music. That's it right there. And not, and not losing, losing money. money. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Actually getting paid is, I don't care. I don't care what you do to me in this situation. Like, this is awesome. It's so this true. This is a cool it's gig. so true. And that's, that kind of, I guess I'm thankful that we did grind so much and. You develop a work ethic. Yeah. 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 And appreciation too. Yeah. Like a different kind of appreciation. Yeah. 
absolutely. And it's so funny, man. And the drives are so easy. Like, they, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, this one's, we're going to give you extra for driving this one. It's, it's two like, hours. Yeah, oh, two okay. hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, four hours in a car became nothing. I know, it's funny. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to a wedding in May, which is like in New Jersey, an hour from where I live. And my parents are like, oh, no. We gotta book rooms. We gotta stay over. I'm like, it's only an hour, and they're like, yeah, I know, right? I'm like, no, but you don't get it. It's not that far. Oh man, yeah. What was the worst drive you guys have done on a tour? Oh no, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Uh, West Virginia to. Oh, wait, no, no, actually, no. That was the worst until we got beat by Texas. No, it wasn't Texas. It was it Texas. Was... It definitely was. Well, it definitely involved New Orleans. Like I drove for th- wasn't it 13 hours straight? God. No. <laughs> we we drove for 13 no. hours straight, and I drove eight of those oh. hours. That was from West Virginia. To Taco Fest. In, I drove through the night. I drove. I drove through the night for oh, Taco Fest. I remember Fest. that. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. That was my yeah, longest drive ever, about? for sure. It was, like, through Louisiana. I'm thinking or, of like, Texas. Like, when we had to do, we loaded out from a show in San Antonio and then drove to load in in Phoenix. I think it was Phoenix. Ooh, that, that's a lot fuck, of the country. Did you guys do West Coast? Far. Yeah, we did one time. Oh, as everything ever, fuck. not as Carrie's volume. Yeah, yeah, that's heavy though. Yeah, and it wasn't the full West Coast. It was San Diego up until I think Fresno. <laughs> we got a show. Okay. And then that was as far north as we went on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. Still, still pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. totally. I think we did. It takes a long time to get up there. Yeah, yeah. it does. I we think did we did in a month. We drove New Jersey to Louisiana to New Orleans. It was getting the car Friday night. Left. Got to the show. I think it was actually yeah, Thursday, night. Thursday night. Thursday night. drives all the time. Because yeah. then we... Uh, that was like your standard. We, <laughs> yeah. Then we, yeah, we, we stopped in Knoxville like, and had a practice. Yeah. And then <laughs> right. driving to New Orleans. Left that, Thursday night. That was the first show. Yeah. Yeah. Drove all Friday. 24 hours in a car on Friday. Got to the show Saturday. 24 hours in a car Sunday. Went to class on Monday. Oh got, home, got home at 4 a.m. Slept for an hour and I slept for two hours and went to class. It was so stupid. No, wait. That had to have been beaten, though, by Detroit to Tallahassee to meet up with them. It was no, a fun fest, though. No, was, was it? that really? Detroit to Tallahassee's a little shorter. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, because you're not going as as far, like, width-wise. Yeah. But, but as far yeah, as from up. a show to a show, that yeah, was Detroit probably the fun. was also bad. Yeah, we were just dumb people. Well, our car broke down <laughs> that day. Yeah, we're technically we had drive. an off day. We were yeah. supposed to do that drive in two days. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, the it's part of, the fun, part of the fun of doing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. By the seat of your pants. Oh, and I got to plug my the band that I'm in now. It's Bye Bye Empire. I play bass and sing back up and my favorite thing that I do in the band is uh, vocal production like nice. yeah l- arranging like the harmonies and actually producing engineering and shit you guys have played at like Mother Pugs right yeah we, we, I like that we place. played that place it's the cool. most probably that's pro- our spot but um now we got access to my sound equipment whenever we want so like you can play anywhere we can play anywhere and also we uh like we're gonna have our release show at the Knights of Columbus sick so, cool school in, in great kills yeah and um I think that's awesome that's I've, always yeah. I've always wondered why <laughs> nobody's ever thrown a show there yeah. I, th- I literally nice think it is your dad a knight I think so yeah his dad's an undertaker my dad is is your dad the undertaker, the undertaker? <laughs> <laughs> you got me excited Holy for a shit. second no not quite <laughs> just like a gong that like every day your dad awesome. wakes up walks out of the bedroom a gong goes off or something. <laughs> he is pretty tall though <laughs> Um, Shit. yeah, I mean, I think the only reason nobody's used it for shows is because there's no PA. Yeah, right. Which yeah. seems like such a ridiculous reason. Here I mean, well, you there have been shows there though. Need PA, had their but... final show. Yeah. There. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which I thought might have been the last show they ever had there. <laughs> but Knowing yeah. how those crowds kind of get, those shows get pretty crazy. Yeah. 
it always impresses me anytime I just hear a hall is willing to let themselves be booked for a show right. at this point. They must not know what that is. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> oh, oh like, dude. It's like, oh, they must have never done this before. <laughs> yeah, you gotta uh, catch an unsuspecting one. Yeah. Well, Friday, March 16th, Dock Street, right? It's f- oh, yeah. That's five it. Days Friday, Friday, Friday. Yeah. Curious Volume. Reunion. We're playing every song except for two of them. Wow. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's gonna be fucking tight. Yeah, it's gonna be oh, a lot of fun. Are. Avon Junkies are reuniting too. Yeah, yeah they that are. That'll be very cool. Yeah, yeah. old friends that'll of ours. Be awesome to see. I hope they keep it with like the older stuff too. Yeah, we we figure we're like yeah, we should just play 2010 and earlier. Oh yeah. I can't fucking wait to see you guys. I just yeah. gotta say, it's gonna Holy be so much shit. fun. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's fun. gonna be so sick. I can't wait to. All those songs are better with two guitars now too. Yeah. 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 I can't wait to ours as well during your set. You know what? I can we say what we're doing? Like, our our little plan. Like how for the, the set, just uh, you know how we have Brian playing. Oh yeah, with us. Oh, so I was going to guess two guitar players. That's not the secret part. <laughs> the secret part is that we're doing it like Green Day style, where like for oh, yeah. the encore, it's oh. just going to be us. There. <laughs> 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 we, we we've Jason White at him. Nice. Uh, as long as you don't have him playing behind the amps, yeah. Yeah. Show up instead of like a screen, what's funny is like the first couple shows he play, ever played with us, he was behind the amps on his own choice. Like we were like, yeah. he, he wanted like, to be back, back there. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, guy. He's my muse. He's like, <laughs> Brian's rules. He's Bra- awesome. I love Brian yeah, so much. He was always there. He, I mean, he used to have a oh. blog, right? He's the, I was gonna say, speaking of podcasts, he is the yeah. He was doing a lot of that Max MSP shit. Like, yeah, it still is. Dude, still I remember is. I was following him. And he was like, trying to get me to do shit. it. I was like, dude, I yo, can't. it's all aw- that shit is awesome. Wait, it's very it? cool. Max MSP. It's all this modular software that you can like literally create your own effects chains and like oh, you can fuck. run. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah it's all like it's heavy. so cool. DSP done like via code. Yeah, yeah. Plus, like right very he documents everything. Yeah. So we're looking back like a guy like that archive. You have no idea. He ran a blog with all the old shows. Everything. Yeah. The show closet. Yep. So the other day I was saying like we have no more videos online all of the old Curious Volume videos predated YouTube so they were on Google videos yeah that's a crazy thing to think in and of itself so like then YouTube came around and we started putting videos on there but YouTube wasn't that big of a deal it was like YouTube Google videos Vimeo was a thing so like half of our videos more than half were on Google videos then that went away and like I think what happened was if you had an account that once it got switched over to YouTube, if you didn't verify it again, they killed your account. So like we lost a ton of videos. Today, we had practice, and Brian gives me his iPad. He's like, here, I've got all the videos you've ever Mm. had, ever. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, all the stuff that I've been looking for offline, he had, like, on his, like, you know... His like a hard drive or something like That's that. So yeah, we were just looking at the songs. We were like, we covered this. Like, when did we yeah. play that? Like, it's like yeah. Stiffy. He has every single band he's ever been in That's since awesome. he was thirteen. Awesome. He has oh. every. I wish I had the presence of That's mind crazy. to do yeah. that. So I could, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'm the first person to throw away demos and like old. Yeah, me too, and man. Me too. In. Just uh, not a nostalgic bone in my body. We, Fuck have, <laughs> we have ten mumbles and whispers CDs. <laughs> I'll yeah. buy one. First come, first serve. Yeah. <laughs> All the jewel cases are cracked. <laughs> Good. So, you know, it's real. But they are wrapped, yeah. shrink wrapped. Joe was refusing to give away the last quarter life crisis. Yeah, I was like, no, just nice. keep, we have one left. And I was like, just keep it. So keep we it, yeah. then Never repress it. And not sell it to people. For the record, I, you know, you guys have that sticker, uh, that famous sticker. That the Folly have. sticker? Yeah. yeah. But you guys are better than Folly. I, lo- I love oh. Folly, but you guys are better oh, than me. Than thank Folly. you. We did a Folly cover show. I know. And, then and it was amazing. It was, <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was an awkward <laughs> night. 
That was, that was cool. fun. That was cool as shit. <laughs> I tried and watching Dallies. I love Dallies too. But yeah, Dallies. They still play as well. They Do they? They played the other night with Tree Ford, I think. Really? Yeah. Their Fall new bands. music was disappointing to me. Yeah. He doesn't sing high anymore. That was a cool it's, thing. Yeah, it's a little different. Different bass player too. Oh. Um, yeah, that old guy. Always bass player. Always. <laughs> no one plays bass anymore. That's the problem. Everyone wants to be a guitarist. It's like no, we need. As a drummer, as a drummer, I value. You guys are paying me more. I'm trying to get into the bass. I like playing bass better than playing guitar. He's your pothead now, dude. Just hold the rhythm. That's true. Deep grooves. <laughs> Keep it deep. Oh, oh by yeah. the way, speaking of pot, happy three eleven day. Happy three eleven, everyone. Oh, Mazel Tov. Oh, oh yeah, come that's original. awesome. <laughs> come original. Yeah, we couldn't think of any other thing, <laughs> any other like slogans to supplement it with. What What the fuck does three eleven say? What are there? What's come original. Amber is the color of your energy. Yeah. Amber is the name of my fiance. <laughs> Change a lot of men, some, some. Know that we've always been down, down. I've been thank you. Been down, down. Let me oh, yeah. say, just do it now or something. Yeah, I can't believe I remember that. That's what we were looking for. <laughs> we've been songs a banger. Yeah. yeah. You should go out on that. No. Yeah. Well, let's let's wrap it anyway. We're yeah. we're good on time. Um, <laughs> 16th, March 16th, March 16th. It's a Friday. Yeah, Come to the show. Buddy. I'll put this up Wednesday. What so we'll... time is the show? Get there. Music at, at nine, so get there at eight. You heard the man. Curious volume, Avon Junkies, best of the worst. Throwback 2010. Ish. Uh, yeah, ish. <laughs> it's going to be lit. It's going to be a good ass time. Oh, it's going to be fun. I need, I need to take a survey. Should I, like, try to. Um, should I stay like long hair and beard for the show? Like emphasize that I've grown up, or go old school? <laughs> go all old school, or, go, or, or, or cut my hair? No completely. shirt. Yeah, no shirt. No white no beard. I say you get yeah, a dreadlock. Like, like, beard, white beard. I gotta wear. I gotta yeah, wear a uh, checkered yeah. tie. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna dig out my van slip-ons for this one. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah! Nice. Thanks for thanks for coming and doing this, guys. Oh, thanks Thank for having us, guys. Great time. Yeah.